0: Welcome. I'm Asa A. And this is The August Life, a podcast about my life as an actress and entrepreneur, which technically they're the same thing, but I digress. <laughs> Join me weekly for candid discussions about Black culture, growth, self-care, business, education, and a whole bunch of other shh. Oh, and I have a lot of amazing friends who'll be joining me and all my nonsense. There's no telling what will happen when the mic comes on, but I promise it'll be entertaining. So get comfy and enjoy the light, the August light. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the August light. This week, we're joined by a very special guest who is also a long time friend of mine. I won't say how long we've known each other because then I'll be showing my age. Now, she's someone with a heart of gold who I love dearly, but don't test her because she will gather you real quick, which is probably why we click so well. Now, I'm beyond excited to have her as a guest this season to talk about the home buying process. The her I'm referring to is intake specialist Shanika Jones. Shanika was born in Salisbury, North Carolina, but she was raised in Kannapolis, North Carolina. That's the country for those who don't know. She has worked in the financial industry for 12 years in positions ranging from operations manager to BSA compliance officer for a community credit union. She is most proud of the fact that she continues to persevere regardless of the obstacles that may come her way. And one of her many goals in life is to build generational wealth. Please welcome Shanika Jones to the August Light. Before we get down to business, I want to take a moment to read some inspirational quotes. It always seems impossible until it's done. Nelson Mandela. The only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking. Don't settle. Steve Jobs. Breathe. Let go. And remind yourself that this very moment is the only one you know you have for sure. Oprah Winfrey. So to get things started, the first question I got for you is, what is the first thing someone should know about buying a home?
1: The first thing they should know is if it's truly something that they want to do, because this is a commitment. And then... I would say know your finances.
0: Okay, that's good advice. Why do you say no? Is something you really want to do?
1: Because some people say, "Oh, I'm buy a house just because they think it's a good idea," but then when they get in a the home, they realize, "I don't want to buy a home. I should have just rented." So, what are some of the things
0: you hear that makes them have buyer's remorse?
1: I think most people go into purchasing a home thinking that their mortgage payment is going to stay the same. That's the one thing. That is a misconception. It will not stay the same, especially if your property taxes and insurance is escrowed in. When property taxes rise, that escrow is going to change, which is going to change your mortgage payment.
0: Which basically means if your house becomes more valuable, your tax is going to increase, which means that
1: they adjust the mortgage to cover the property taxes.
0: That's if your property taxes and your insurance are included with your mortgage. So those will change your mortgage every year because they reevaluate every year, I believe.
1: They do. I used to do mortgages.
0: It was mortgages code for like somebody used to date or something? Because I'm like the way you said it. I, was like, <laughs> I used to no I do
1: mortgages. <laughs> but if it's somebody that want to go by the name mortgage, we can hang. Right. Um, but, but no. <laughs> I used to service mortgages. Okay. So I would have to do the adjustments every year and send those out. So now here's my next question. How does someone go about buying a home? What's the process? I would say first seek out a housing counseling agency to work with. They will work with you for your debt to income. Now, when you say this debt to income, explain it for people who may not know. Your debt versus your income. If your debt is more than your income, that changes the percentage. Most of them want you to have a back end of 43%. So your debt can't be more than 43%. Of um, your income. Mm-hmm, that's everything, including the mortgage payment, your debt. So they look at the front end and the back end. The mortgage payment usually is usually based on a percentage of your income. You can't go over a certain percentage. Usually that's like 35%. So they want your front end to be 35%, back end is 43%. All right. You have a counselor. What's the next thing you would do? They will look at your budgeting, your credit, your savings, and your income. Savings is big. Especially if you're wanting to get down payment assistance. There are various down payment assistance monies available. And now if somebody didn't go through a counseling service like I did, what would be the process for somebody like that then? You can actually just apply with your um, lender. Most lenders, they are not going to care whether you can afford it or not. If you meet the requirements, they will push you through to um, get that mortgage because they only care about the bottom line. Good to know. So
0: you said you can go straight to the bank and get a loan. What else would you need? Because then I'm going to say
1: what I think my process was if I remember mine. Most people go and they get a pre-qualification letter to mm-hmm. see what they pre-qualify for. And then they can apply. And then the lender will process it, send it to the underwriter. And then sometimes they'll tell them on the front end, you need to work on your debt to improve your credit. And then they'll refer them to a house counseling agency. I think I went to like government
0: agency, got pre-approved. And then I end up finding a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. And the person I went to, they worked with me to figure out which is the best way to get the most And I had like uh, 60 days or something to find a house. So mine was pretty straightforward. Mine was like a FHA. So it was a government loan. It was low interest, all that jazz. Some agencies, like Habitat,
1: sometimes they do 0% interest.
0: This by no means is financial advice. (laughs) This is just general information that you can find on your own, okay? Don't be listening to what we're saying and thinking it's law. No. Do your own research. I just want to make sure I say that. Yes, educate yourself. Yeah, this disclaimer since we kind of went through the process so basically get counseling if you can to help you get through the process if not then you would go to finding the best lender that's going to give you the best rate get pre-approved and then you will want to find a real estate agent from there you would start looking for a home within your budget that you're approved for and then after that once you find a home that process continues they send your stuff to the underwriter mm-hmm. and that's when they all up in your business y'all <laughs> that's when they up there asking for all your bank statements for the last like six months to a year however long however many bank you got mm-hmm. then they looking at all the transactions over a certain amount mm-hmm. and they want to know what those transactions for you got to provide support and documentation yes. for what you spent and why you spent it that is they are correct. literally all up in your business that is correct <laughs> so after you made the decision and you mm-hmm. got your credit right then you still got several more steps to get to the point where you actually buy a home that's just a quick overview of kind of what you're looking at when you are in the process of getting a home. I also will put my real estate agent information in the show notes today because she was born and she's a black woman. So my <laughs> next question is, we kind of touched on this, but what should people consider before buying a home?
1: I would tell people to make sure that you have a big spending savings account for expenditures that can be costly and emergency savings. How much would you say people should have for emergency savings? At least... Three to six months of what your mortgage payment is saved. What are
0: some common misconceptions about buying a home?
1: The process is easy. It is not. But if you get with a good house counseling agency to walk you through the process from beginning to the end so that you are educated and you know what to look for when you go into closing.
0: So what should you expect at closing? Because that's the other thing people don't realize. What is the process of closing a house?
1: Oh, it's going to be a lot of documents. It can be a a lot of back and forth just to get you to closing, to make sure the right verbiage is in the documents that you need to sign Mm -hmm. and that the money is in place. Sometimes you have to go with earnest money or closing cost money.
0: Yeah, usually you have to get it to your real estate agent up front Mm -hmm. so they know that you already have the money. Once you find the house, that's not even the end part. Mm Because once you find the house, you have to get it appraised. You have to have an inspection Inspection. done. And that's a lot of stuff that you have to pay for. That's after doing the negotiating to figure out what the seller's going to pay for, what they're not going to pay for, and then what you're paying for. Kind of getting an idea and then getting your home ready for you to move into. How can people prevent their homes from going into foreclosure?
1: It all goes back to managing your finances. You have to be proactive and think past right now. You have to plan for unexpected events. To prevent foreclosure, basically watch your money continuously. Mm -hmm. Continue to have
0: an emergency fund. That's the best way to prevent your foreclosure. And then also probably work with your lender. Speak with your lender if you're having a hardship. Depending on your lender, they may work with you. There are quite a few that will work with you. Why do you think we aren't taught about home ownership and how to achieve it when we're
1: growing up? A lot of people don't know. Like if your parent wasn't taught, then they don't teach it. So we miss out on a lot of things. Like my mama, um, she didn't know to save. Or she didn't even think about purchasing a home. Now she is, but she was never taught to save. I was never taught to save.
0: It's a generational thing. And I think also in our culture, Mm -hmm. we're not taught that because a lot of it has to do with home ownership is basically for rich people is what it's always made out to be. Is basically an investment to have for generations down the line because a home is something you can pass down from generation mm-hmm. to generation. Something that accrues income, it makes you money. It gets equity in it. So to have property and ownership of land or a home, that's just something they don't want Black folks to have because then you have some kind of power because that's what it comes down to. And I also think it's not taught because we live in a country where they want you to be in debt. They don't want mm-hmm. you to own anything. Make more money when you have credit card debt versus having a mortgage. The reality is you can buy a home for maybe what we'll say hundred thousand dollars, right?
1: By the time you close the house, the value of the house
0: is twice as much. Right, it could be two hundred thousand easily. Or you'd be in the house for a year, it goes up two hundred thousand or goes up to one hundred and fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. And in five years it could be worth three hundred thousand. Now you have two hundred thousand or more in equity if it's worth three hundred thousand. And then depending on how much you've been paid off on your mortgage already, that's more mm-hmm. equity that you have in the home. So if you were going to sell the home, you sell it at the three hundred thousand dollar mark. You have a profit. That's the quickest way to make some money and make a large profit is to buy a home and sell it for a profit. And make sure you realize that what you do now isn't just about you. I always say Mm -hmm. the things that you're going through, the things that you're doing, the things that you're building isn't always just for you. It is sometimes for other people, sometimes to bless someone else. So if you're investing in a house or you're Mm -hmm. becoming a multimillionaire, the first millionaire in your family, or the first person to make six figures consistently in your family. If you're someone who is financially well off, then you're basically doing that just for yourself and for whatever generations that are after you. Whether you have kids or you have nieces and nephews or you have just other people you want to leave this to. It is you doing something for someone else. Your legacy always isn't just for you. Your legacy is for what you leave behind for others to
1: enjoy. That's the same with your gifts. Everybody is gifted with different things. Right. They're not made for you to keep for yourself, but to help someone else.
0: Exactly, which is why I do this show every week, because Lord knows. Okay, so it's now time for my favorite part of the show. This is where I do something fun or entertaining or something random with my guests that brings me pure joy because I never know how it's going to turn out. I literally leave it to chance, and today's no different. Let's call today's segment, Who sang That. So in this segment, we will be naming the artist that sings a song based on the song title only. These will be R&B and pop songs and must be a song that spans multiple generations, meaning something that's still well known 10 years or more after it was released. We both came up with 15 or more legendary song titles and placed them in a box at the start of the show. Both of us will now take turns pulling cards out of the box and reading the song titles out loud for the other person to name the artist for said song. If needed, we will provide a clue about the artist. Typically, I will put a time limit on this, but that never seems to work. So instead, we will have three attempts to guess the correct artist. Here we go. I'm going to go first so that Shanika can see how it's done. So that means you pull a card for me, read the title out loud, and then I'm going to try to guess. Who the artist is. Okay. Under the boardwalk,
1: Under the boardwalk, Down this is, by the
0: sea. I swear this is some old <laughs> ass shit. <laughs> what, what year is this song from? Because this is not something that spans generations.
1: It is an old song.
0: It's been around a long time. That is not a popular song, ma'am. Under the boardwalk is a popular song. By the Drifters. Girl, if you don't pull another song, oh, <laughs> I knew okay. I knew her old ass was going. I knew her old ass going to like, give me some shit from like she's going to give me some shit from nineteen seventy. <laughs> shit from probably 1960, 1970. Bitch, I wasn't "Born in. <laughs> what the hell? Let's try this again. You do
1: okay. You got it. The right stuff.
0: I know the song, baby. You got, you got the, the right stuff,
1: stuff. baby. Love the way young.
0: It's a boy band. It's a boy band? It is. You picked another old They're Caucasian? Oh, they're Caucasian? Yes. You said pop. That does not help me. <laughs>
1: now that you, now that they're Caucasian, that that that's definitely They college. actually appeared on the episode of Full House. Is it like the Beatles or something?
0: No. Give me another clue. I knew I just knew she was gonna do some shit like this. I just <laughs> knew it. I knew it. This is so And watch when y'all hear mine that I picked. I guarantee y'all y'all gonna be like You gonna oh, stop calling easy. me old now.
1: <laughs> if you if shoe fits, wear it. <laughs> um, let's see. I named some of the members Donnie. Mark. Uh Haley. is it uh new kids on the block? It is. Why does she that
0: Lord. you know you love me no I don't not with that shit not with that shit watch what I pull watch what I pull watch this my way oh Usher this is how easy it's supposed to be bitch <laughs> I got some easy ones in there let's, let's see okay my prerogative oh Bobby Brown see you pulled two that I had no idea what are talking about alright oh this is another easy one poison oh BBD Say well, the full name. name. Bell Bibb them up. Thank you. And we're going to keep going for a minute because these are quick. They should be quick. Before I let go, Frankie Beverly and Maze. Yes. We ain't counting Beyonce's because that ain't, that don't count. Yeah, no. She should have loved well enough alone. I agree. Okay. There's actually two versions of this one, but Just a Friend.
1: Oh, so if we're going with the original, then it's Biz Marquis. But if we're going with Just a Friend 2002, it's Mario. There you go. Billie Jean. <laughs> Michael Jackson <laughs> i feel been you better
0: know that when you gotta do my man right if you don't know that if nobody if people don't know that that's like the ones I did if people don't know them, you should be ashamed like this one When Doves Cry
1: oh Prince <laughs> if only y'all could see us we would do the dance I know I really would I'll make love to you is it Boy Smith it is like you want me to this is really easy, Pony. Oh, genuine, finest wine, genuine. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Riding it. my pony, my
0: saddle waiting. Okay, next song. Okay,
1: <laughs> you make me wanna. Oh, Ursher. Oh, this is easy. If I ever fall in love, oh, shy, killing me softly. Oh, in um, the, by the crowd. Yes, ma'am door.
0: Oh, Prince. Mm-hmm. We might get through most of these. A week. Uh, SWV. Yes. We're going to do, we'll do two more pieces. Okay. Let's stay
1: together. Oh, my mind just went bright. Al Green. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I don't have a clue for you. Don't ask. Because
0: <laughs> if you would have gave me that one, I would have been like,
1: ooh. This is how we do it. Oh, this yes. is how we, we do it. it. Montel Jordan. <laughs> <Sha-na-na-na-na-na-na>. <laughs>
0: this is how we do it. Na-na-na-na. End of the road.
1: Oh, boys to men. Yep. All right, last
0: one. Scream. <laughs> Michael Jackson and Jane Jackson. But if you yes. want to go current, Usher has a scream version as well. He but does. that's not the same <laughs> as theirs, <but> hey, <laughs> okay? That was kind of a trick question. This was kind of a trick question, too. I can't make you love me. There are two artists that I'll uh, accept for this one. Tank. Boyzman. I didn't know Boyzman had one, but Tank is on here. Bonnie Riot. Oh, yeah. How have you say that person's name? Mm-hmm. I think that was the original person, but Tank is the one I do know. All right, that was good. Oh, yes. I, we had, a you know, a little rocky start with, with the, that bullshit
1: she started with. but you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Those were it, good songs. Everybody knows the drifter. <laughs>
0: what year was, were the drifters popular? Mm. What year?
1: Just give us a year. Give us a decade. Mm. The 70s, 60s. Did you just say the 60s and the 70s, bitch? The
0: 60s and the 70s. The drifters. This is 2022, and you said 60s or 70s. Don't nobody know the damn drifters. You had a better chance of going with Gladys Knight and the Pips. Like, I don't know what the hell you came out the gate with the drifters. What the fuck? How did that come out in
1: 1964?
0: Now, before we get out of here, is there anything you want to leave the listeners with? This is your time to shout out your social media handle, self-promote, or
1: say something inspiring. Whatever you do in 2022, do it with a purpose. Amen. I like that.
0: All right, y'all. Until next time, be a light, an August light. Come back next week for another enlightening episode of The August Light. If you were entertained or inspired by this show, tell someone about it. Listen and follow wherever you get your podcast, Leave a review about it somewhere, anywhere. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the August underscore light and at the August Light Talk on Clubhouse. Oh, and check our Instagram every week for the weekly cue.